Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? Hi guys, welcome to an episode where we are going to talk about boys and dating with immigrant parents. <laughs> immigrant parents, yes. <laughs> it's quite interesting how, you know, our Portuguese parents wouldn't allow us to date. Well, mine anyway wouldn't allow us to date, but my brother was okay with dating whoever he wanted. <laughs> I was an only child, so I had no comparison, but... I can see how that would be a difference for a boy versus a girl, a daughter. Yeah, because, you know, with girls, they were worried about getting pregnant and boys, they didn't worry about them getting pregnant. <laughs> the, the boys, they also don't have to worry about them menstruating near the wine. So that's, that's a plus. Okay, but like before we even start talking about how bad we had it, we have to at least acknowledge how bad like our parents generation had it oh my god do you know your parents dating story all i know is that they met at church which i think was a pretty common place <laughs> to meet because it was my mom says like was the only place i went like, it was right the i was allowed to go so i don't even know how you meet someone at church like you're just looking at them from a distance like you can't talk during church right you're supposed to be praising the lord jesus not not looking for men <laughs> i know is it one of those things like like, you're just giving each other googly eyes from, like, the one church pew to another. <laughs> and then at the end, you, like, do the the sign of peace and you're dating. Like, I don't understand how that comes to be, but... Yeah, like, did you get asked to be, like, boyfriend or girlfriend? Or was it just, like, okay, we're just kind of both single. We go to the same church. Our parents know your parents. So this is just going to happen between us. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My parents met out there. Um, they were, like I said, they're from two different villages in the same island. So my dad would walk to my mom's village for work, I believe. I think he was like delivering milk. And he saw my mom through the window. And he would talk to her every day through the window, little by little, each day. And then I guess he asked my mom out, I guess, to go to the fashta. Because I think that's what it was. And my mom said, hold on. I have to ask my father. <laughs> so obviously, I guess, assuming my grandfather gave my mom approval. But my mom had a chaperone, which was my grandmother. So my grandmother followed my dad and my mom around at this fashta. And then my, I remember my dad saying, like, they would always try to, like, lose my grandmother. <laughs> Two crazy kids. And I guess that's how they started dating. It was always, when you hear stories of people from the older generations talking about dating, it's always through the window. Yeah. It was always like one of them was on the street, the guy was outside on the street, and the girl was inside the window, and it was they could only talk through the window. I like envisioned my mom was just sitting there like brushing her long hair like in a Disney movie, and my father just like sees her from a distance, just brushing her long brown hair. Like what kind of game could they have been spitting at that? like what what could they have been spitting my dad's like lugging cow's milk (laughs) like how like attractive like i don't even know i don't even know what they could have done to attract a mate (laughs) i'm wondering like too if it's just like like i said before it's just like hey we're both single why don't we just try this 
I don't know. You think they had a lot of options to choose from? No. So they were like, we're both single. Hey. Are your parents like roughly the same age? Yeah. They're only like a year apart. Okay. But like, what was she doing or what was he doing in her town? Walking by her window. (laughs) He he doesn't even go here. (laughs) He said he was delivering milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, she had no contact with the outside world at all besides the milk delivery man. (laughs) So your dad really is the milk man. (laughs) (laughs) He is. Damn it. Yeah, no, so it's funny to hear those stories. And I always ask, like, my mom, like, if they've had, like, other boyfriends. I don't know if you've, like, ever asked your parents. Like, not, I've never really asked my dad if he's had other girlfriends. But I'll be like, Mom, did you ever have, like, other boyfriends before your before dad? And she'd always tell me, no. Dad was the first one. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, I, they're so uncomfortable to talk to us about it. I don't think I've ever asked my dad that but i'm i feel like the answer would be no but i don't i don't really know right but then my mom the answer was yes and it was someone we went to school with's dad <laughs> get out of here really yeah yeah Holy- i mean like but obviously it was like before my dad's time and right, i'm sure right. they dated very briefly right it was just funny and she probably met him at church i don't know where she met him I don't know. Probably. You're going mean, gonna to have to tell me who it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we try to like keep names out of this, <laughs> but I'm dying to know who your mom dated. <laughs> How was dating for you when you were growing up? I don't think it was bad. I mean, I had like a little like, I mean, we just talked about, we had just interviewed Connie or had Connie on as a guest, I should say, over the past couple episodes. And we talked about how the fact that her boyfriend now was my first boyfriend in like fifth grade or something. Right. Um, and at that time, I don't think there was like you having a boyfriend wasn't even a real thing. So like, I don't think my parents had anything to really say about that. I mean, yeah, maybe you talk on the phone or something, but like you weren't even really like going out and doing anything at that point. Right. How about when it was like serious and it was like your first actual like serious boyfriend? Serious. I mean, you know, how serious is it when they're like high school boyfriends? But you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, I feel so your stories are going to be different, but I feel like my parents took it like surprisingly well. Right. Like I was able to like go to their house and I would sleep there often. No. (laughs) And I, well, so I don't know that my parents were actually like willingly letting me sleep there, but it would be a whole thing that like I'd be there, we'd be watching a quote unquote movie. It would be really late. I fell asleep, dad. I fell asleep (laughs) and I just happened to not come home till the next day, which used to go up my dad's ass sideways, I will say, because... I would just literally fall asleep and not call. Like they'd be texting me like, where are you? Right. And I would just not respond until the next morning when I woke up at like 8 a.m. And I'd be like, oops, sorry, fell asleep last night. Where they think they probably spent all night thinking I was like dead in a ditch somewhere. Exactly. You just like, they didn't sleep all night until you answered. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty horrible. And I did that pretty regularly. Oh, man. So for me, I couldn't really sleep out. I had to always lie. I had to lie a lot. I had to tell my parents, more my mom, not really my dad, 
um, that I was sleeping at so-and-so's house. <laughs> it was always a so-and-so. It was either like a friend or a cousin's house that I would always be sleeping at. But no, like I couldn't, at least like for high school, guys couldn't call my house. I couldn't even go out with a guy. If I if a guy did call my house or I was going to have a wait for a potential phone call, I would have to call a friend on three-way. Like call a friend, talk to them, and wait for the guy to like, call through like call waiting and then I would answer the next line and hang up with my friend just so like my house phone wouldn't ring so my father wouldn't hear the phone ringing and pick up and hear that it's a boy (laughs) that's a lot of effort to go through so much work to just talk to a boy on the phone like was this as young as like middle school like was I the friend (laughs) (laughs) you might have been I feel like when it was like at like middle school, it was more okay because so my dad knew who it was almost. And usually, if I was talking to a boy, it was like to help with homework. <laughs> but I think once I got into high school, I couldn't like, yeah, like oh, I remember freshman year, I got like a Valentine. I couldn't take it home. <laughs> I kept it in my locker. <laughs> oh my god! Because I like could not. Uh, there couldn't even be like a sense of love. There. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like high school, college had a boyfriend that we all you guys all knew too he was a friend of like everyone and so that was like the one boy that i could have over a lot because at that point i was already in college but before that i had this guy in high school come over and i had to be supervised (laughs) so the like first boyfriend in like high school like not serious whatever i don't know he came over and my little cousin had to stay in the room and supervise us. No. Yeah. <laughs> and stay in there the whole time. Oh, that's brutal. I definitely had that thing about, you know, you were always saying you were sleeping at a friend's house and you were really like doing God knows what. But for me, it was never, Partying. it never felt like it was like so much like specifically like boy or dating related. It was more just like, I'm going to a party or something. Yeah, I would have to lie about that, too. I couldn't, like, tell. I couldn't say I was going to, like, someone's house to go drink. Obviously, we wouldn't be able to go. We weren't even old enough to drink. <laughs> I would tell my parents I was at so-and-so friend's house, like, in town. And I would be, like, on the train to Boston meeting up with strangers that I met off the street <laughs> of Boston when I, like, went to a Red Sox game or something. And... The, just the fact that they had like absolutely no idea where I actually was. Like if something actually happened or went wrong, like they'd be like, no, she's in town right over here. And I'm like completely I've somewhere else. So many situations like that where I was like, wow, if I were to go, if I were to wind up missing, my parents would be like, oh, she's at Melissa's house. <laughs> and then Melissa would be like, no, she's not. She like went to New Jersey, Atlantic City, or something. <laughs> Why did they never call? I don't. Like, they never verified that information. Like, no, they must have known. They had to know it wasn't true. But like at that point, what are you gonna do? Like that for the amount of lies that I spewed at my parents, and I told them like they must have thought I was at my like there was just no way I was hanging out with my cousins and my friends that much. Right. Like um, every weekend, or even like two days, three nights during the week. I'm hanging out with the same person. (laughs) You're not questioning that. Especially for me, because I feel like my house was the house that you would sleep over. Yeah. 
so or that like people would sleep over typically yeah more often than not i wasn't sleeping at someone's house like people were sleeping at my house and so the fact that i was always just like sleeping at so-and-so's house it's like it's weird it's it would no you've gone 15 years not sleeping at their house why (laughs) at drinking age are you all of a sudden sleeping at their house every weekend like it didn't make any sense yeah they never like get the concept of like dating even like my mom even now since obviously i'm still single and i'm on these like miserable apps (laughs) that you have to hear about i mean complaining about all the time they like don't understand how like difficult it is and they don't get why it's difficult like, why aren't you just waiting for the milkman to come by the door? <laughs> Is your cheese guy single? He's older. <laughs> Maybe he has a son or something. <laughs> yeah, they just think like, oh, like, you can't find somebody? But no, how about all the times I was trying to find somebody as I was growing up, you guys were stopping me. <laughs> okay, so I just heard this story like a couple weeks ago about somebody in my family. And I just told you this at lunch. Oh, yeah. Maybe this is how your mom wants you to f- <laughs> wanted you to found someone. But I had an aunt or a great aunt, I should say, who was born and as an infant at birth, I don't even know how to explain this story. The person who would then go on to become her husband, who at the time was 18 years old, held her as a baby and said, "I'm going to marry this woman." And then did, however many years later, and I just, it's such a weird story to me because it's just, I mean, it just feels like it's how things were back then, but it's just so odd. It's such a weird story. So maybe your mom just, when you were born, she was looking for a grown man to look at you and say, you just birthed my wife. God, I hope not. I hope there was no one holding me telling me I was their future wife. But if that's the case, where are they? <laughs> I'm of age now. You can you you may step forward. <laughs> that's like so disturbing though to think that that's like borderline grooming but not grooming cuz the baby it's a baby <laughs> and doesn't understand yet. I and I even like I feel bad even saying it because it, because it was told to me as if it was like a romantic story and I just couldn't find the romance. Yeah. I was I, like, I, no, that's not a romance. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> But they ended up being married and they stayed married for whatever long. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe your husband just hasn't been born yet, Kelly. (laughs) Damn. That's kind of (laughs) sad. Almost, what, 35? And I'm still (laughs) waiting for my husband. That's morbid. (laughs) How did your parents react to boys if they were portuguese versus if they weren't portuguese my dad still wasn't having it because <laughs> i think either way they can get me pregnant it doesn't matter what they are because <laughs> if you like a lot of my cousins had um young pregnancies so i think that's why in his brain like he's like yeah it's not happening to this one like he locked me up as like fort knox <laughs> like nothing was happening to this one but i did have a quote unquote Portuguese boyfriend from Portugal from the Azores when I went out there so like for the total of my three weeks that I was out there (laughs) vacationing and I feel like he was okay with me hanging out with him I don't know why but he was okay with me hanging out with this guy 
So I don't understand the difference of that there and then over here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's like a rite of passage to have a Portugal boyfriend <laughs> when you visit the Azores because I know quite some few people that has happened to, including myself. But it was it felt different too. Like it, the 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 quote unquote Portugal boyfriend that I had out there was like way older than me. Yeah, and my parents didn't care. It was a whole different vibe. <laughs> I mean, he was like, like he had like a real job, and he was like going getting pack his lunch and like go off on the bus to his construction job in the morning, and then I would like see him when he came home from work, and I'm like. I was like 15, so he's like, okay, like I have you here for three weeks. <laughs> like I have a quote unquote wife for three weeks, and then she's gonna she's gonna leave. Then what? Well, I'll tell you then what. Then he was continuing to text my telemobile. <laughs> I had a Nokia at the time. It was like we got this like special phone that we bought out there that we like i don't know if we like prepaid minutes on it or something something to that effect yeah you would have to buy minutes i remember but it was like a specific yeah like, portugal cell phone yeah yeah yeah. but it was like one of those nokia yeah bricks. where you played like snake, snake on it yeah so that was the phone that we had out there it was a special cell phone while i was out there i gave him that cell phone number and we would text on that phone like yeah. in portuguese i'd be texting him with my like T9 in my limited vocabulary and I'd be texting him in Portuguese and like I remember he just kept sending back like at the time it was those images where like you know you put like a, bun a bunch of like parentheses and like periods and at symbols and it makes like a rose right, or right. like a teddy bear or right. something you know what I'm talking about yeah big pictures yeah. like elaborate like, it, like, like 50 lines of parentheses yeah you gotta hit you gotta keep hitting enter or space <laughs> it right correctly <laughs> Yes. Oh, so he was advanced. So he was texting like whole bunches of that to me, like these teddy bears and these roses <laughs> and all this stuff. Um, he was in love with you. And then it was like, you know, it, most of our texts were just about like when we were going to meet up, you know, meet me behind the soccer field or like <laughs> meet me at the festival tonight, like whatever it was. But parents just didn't care out there for some reason right like i was so i didn't have like a phone to text him so like i what happened was i became friends with his sister i met his sister first and then i remember my mom bringing me to the house to their house because my mom like obviously knew knew their parents so then all of a sudden i see this like man coming <laughs> i see this man coming i'm like this beautiful like oh my god like this is gonna be a great three weeks and so it started off me hanging out the system more and more <laughs> and then finally like i got to like i wiggled my way into him not literally <laughs> he wiggled his way into you <laughs> but i don't think he was old like i don't think he was older because he didn't work yet i don't think oh yeah mine had his lunchbox had packed and he was going on the bus <laughs> to work and I was like, I think you're too old for me, my friend. <laughs> I like doubt they even had like a did they even have like an age thing out there? Like no. you know, like eighteen it's like eighteen here to like Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But it, whatever we were doing out there was not legal in the US. <laughs> it was the age difference was not legal in the US at that time. Yeah, I remember being like so upset, like leaving him because I was just like, oh my God, like I'm never going to see him again. <laughs> and quite frankly, I never did see him again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, same. And 
I remember I still had that Portugal phone. I don't know why or how it still worked back in the U.S., but I, I was still receiving text messages from him once I got back home. And I was like, what are we doing here? Like, I'm never going to see you again. Right. Like, so I just like stopped responding after some time. And I was like, yeah, this so is dumb. So do you think you might run into him again this summer? We're Facebook friends. <laughs> oh, you guys are. <laughs> Did he find you? You found him. I'm pretty sure he found me. That'll be funny to run into. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> Remember we used to play foosball at the festa? My mom always chats with my aunt in Portugal through like Instagram. So like they can like see each other, whatever. It's funny. It's cute. So my, I'll always like, obviously my aunt knows I'm like single and whatever. And I don't know. Like, I don't know what my mom tells her. Um, so she's always like, oh, when is when Kelly when is Kelly gonna come here? Like obviously like in Portuguese, like when is Kelly gonna come here so she can find a boyfriend? And I'm like, lady, <laughs> I might have to hit you up on that offer. <laughs> is this whole episode just like a like a pitch to come date Kelly? <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe. If I were to go out there now, God knows. I don't know. Like I, you know, I don't know what's out. I don't know. It's been so long since I've been out there. I don't. I don't know what. It, what it's like out there well our friend our friend had a portugal boyfriend and then she brought him to the u.s and married him yeah has children with him now yeah she did <laughs> it worked out for her so one of the things for me i feel like a lot of portuguese parents are okay with you dating someone if they're portuguese or they're like it, it's just different right if they're portuguese and if they're not and before my husband, who my husband's like as American as they come, bright redhead. And before him, I had dated somebody who had my same last, they were Portuguese and they had my same last name. Right. And so it was like, oh my God, not only is my daughter dating a Portuguese person, <laughs> but also she's my only child. My only daughter is going to carry on the family name. <laughs> like that was like, I mean match made in heaven right like it kind of like with your parents because your parents have the same last name too which is odd because for both of them it was an immigration paperwork issue on both sides like yeah. neither one of them was supposed to have that last name they both ended up with that last name because of immigration paperwork issues right but then that was their last name they and they had the same last name yeah so they're not related then <laughs> Um, debatable. They they've talked about like every time they were a little squirrely when I asked them that question, but they, they always say like no, no, no. But then I'm like, yeah, but you talk about how you're both related to the same person or whatever, and they're like, oh, by marriage, by marriage. I'm like, okay, fine, but like, it's always by marriage. Yeah, I I mean the like family trees and stuff for our relatives just get real complicated real quick because. Right. People were like, there was a lot of like siblings marrying siblings, like like two brothers marrying two sisters. Yeah, I have a lot of that situation too with my in my family on and, both sides, and that just really complicates the yeah. family tree unnecessarily because then you end up with people who you're like, all right, like we have all the same cousins, but we're not cousins. Like I don't understand. Like it's right. really strange. Yeah, I have the same thing. Like, I have it right on my father's and my mother's side where, like, two sets of separate siblings married each other. <laughs> it just kind of, like, reminds me of how, like, being, like, related 
I don't think I've said this story, so I apologize if I did and you're hearing it again, <laughs> but I don't think I said this story where I almost went to my senior prom with my cousin, had no idea he was my cousin. I liked this kid. He was in my math class. Again, he helped me with my math homework. <laughs> and I had like a kind of like a crush on him. Don't know if he if he had a crush on me, but we kind of had like talked about prom, hinted that we were kind of like, you know, interested in going together. My grandmother dies. He's at my grandmother's wake. <laughs> I think this guy likes me. And I'm like, oh my God, like he, he likes, likes me, me so much. much. He came to my grandmother's <laughs> wake. Then my father like waves me over at Kelly, come here. I want you to meet somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so he introduces me to that kid's father, though, not him yet, not the son, to the father. And he's like, oh, he's at so and so, he's at me, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is my cousin. So I'm like, okay, you know, whatever, like. And then all of a sudden, the kid comes over to his dad. And I'm like, and that's when we put two and two together. We were related. And I was like, fuck, I really liked you. <laughs> so I think we were like third cousins. Oh, my God. So I was like, yeah, that, so that didn't happen for prom. Dodged a bullet. I know, but I was really into him. <laughs> <laughs> and we still stay in contact now, uh, here and there. Like, um, But it's just... We have, I was like, damn, like, God, that was so close. That could have been something. <laughs> and I wouldn't have never known if my grandmother didn't die. Right. So, like, I guess thanks, Grandma. <laughs> oh, my God. So morbid. <laughs> she was, like, 95. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, it was her time. Just kidding. Just kidding, Bobo. <laughs> I love you, Bobo. So going back to when you were talking about your dad and the phone and the boys calling. So this is like not necessarily boy related, but just phone related in general. Remember how much we were on the phone. I mean, like nowadays it's just like, you don't really talk to people on the phone. It's all text based communication. Right. But before you'd just spend hours and hours and hours just talking on the phone. And the cell phone bills were so unforgiving for that activity. Oh, my God. Yeah. The cell phone bills at the time were like pay. You had like a certain number of minutes that you couldn't go over. And then it was like. The text messages. Were, text messages were like 10 cents a message or something ridiculous. Yeah, five cents to like read it or something. Yeah. Like you one, would, yeah. Which I never understood. Like you're going to charge. I didn't send the message. Right. You're going to charge me to just receive the message. Charge the person who sent the message. Right. You can't charge me to receive it. Like, I I didn't consent to this message <laughs> being sent to my phone. Like, if somebody was just going to send me messages. Exactly. I shouldn't have to pay for that. Right. And so I never understood that. And it's probably in the contract that we didn't read. Our parents didn't read. <laughs> no. And I remember my mom had a cell phone for so long. Like we talked about it in one of our early episodes. She had like the very first like bag phone yeah. that was in the car with a cord and everything. And like, so she had the cell phone plan forever. And then she eventually got like grandfathered in because she did like the rollover minute plan. Mm -hmm. And eventually rollover minutes went away. And she had accumulated so many rollover minutes and then she got like grandfathered into this plan where she could still use her rollover minutes. And I remember her thinking like it was like the best thing ever. Yeah. So we 
I don't know that we went over minutes that much, but I guess we did. Because occasionally, for whatever reason, maybe you press the internet button on your phone by accident and try to close out of that real quick. (laughs) For whatever reason, you would get a phone bill occasionally that was like a ridiculous amount of money, like hundreds of dollars. And at the time, phone bills were probably like 60 bucks a month or something. And and then this bill would come and it would be like $370. And it would be 75 pages long just detailing every single phone call or text you ever made. So it's funny because I remember my first, I don't know if it was like my very first phone bill, but I was in high school. I had a phone, you know, I had a cell phone and my, one of my bills was $600. And so when that bill came in and I think, I guess I'm assuming it was on the, like my mother's name, obviously. And I think she opened it. And when she saw that her face like completely went white. Cause she was like, how am I going to pay this? Without my father, without, she didn't want my dad to know because I had gone over, it was because of text messaging. The five cents, 10 cents added up <laughs> real fast. <laughs> you had that like side, was this when you had that little sidekick the, phone? Yeah. And you had that sidekick. I mean, you could hammer out some text messages on yeah, that Yeah, that's like so much fun to text on. <laughs> so I still remember that. And like, I still feel so bad for that. I think like my mom, she would have to like secretly make payments on it so my dad wouldn't know. <laughs> Because she's like, if he knew, he would take the phone away, obviously. Like, I would have no phone. Right. So, like, my, my mom had to, like, secretly try to make payments. And I didn't have, like, a... It's so awful. I didn't have, like, a job to, like, pay for it. Right. It's so selfish. But, yeah, no, I still remember, like, my first, like, $600 phone bill. Just from... I know, and it was all from texting. Texting who? Oh, what were you texting? When that freaking phone bill would come in the mail and that package was real thick, you were like, oh, shit. And you're right. It was like every message was detailed. I think now, like, do you have to log in to see the messages? Like, I don't know. I've logged into like my AT&T. Like, I just did it right before I went on vacation because I didn't know if I needed to add the international thing. And like, I saw the bill. But I don't see, like, any messages. Like, I don't know if it... I wonder if you have to, like, request if you want to see, like, your messages or something. Well, you would never see, like, the content of the messages. Like, it would just would, be the phone numbers, right? The phone numbers. Yeah. And then whether it was, like, incoming or outgoing. Outgoing, yeah. Yeah. So if you, like, were... If you thought your significant other was cheating, <laughs> <laughs> you could be like, why is this phone number showing up 80,000 times? Yeah. And at the time, it was... So it was that, or it would show like phone calls and it would show you like how many minutes you were on the phone. Right. And so like, that's where like my dad would come in and be like, who's this phone number? Why did you spend 400 minutes on the phone with them? Like he couldn't understand. Like I catch myself sometimes still calling here. Like I prefer to text, but sometimes like if you have to like tell a quick story, it's just easier to call. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I still have that habit where I'm like, all right, let me just call them. I'll tell them what happened really quick. It's it's just going to get too complicated with texting. Yeah. And so like, and, and, but I know people don't like to talk on the phone anymore. <laughs> right. But that's like a, like a purpose. Like you have a purpose, something specific that you want to tell them. Right. Whereas, like we would just spend, like, it was just, there was no purpose. No. We just call, like we'd get home after school after having just been with each other all day at school and then we would immediately call each other on the phone and just stay on the phone with each other for like the whole evening yeah for no reason like for no reason right 
like I would get some hammer, hamburger, hamburger. <laughs> I would get some homework help. Um, but other than that, like, why did we need to be on the phone for like six hours after school? We would just like watch TV shows. <laughs> We'd be watching Seventh Heaven, just like watching it while we were on the phone, like just play by play live commentary. Like, like I think secretly it's because we wanted to hang out like outside of school. And after school, but like we obviously couldn't do that because like our parents worked and they were just too busy during the week. Like you probably couldn't take your daughter to hang out with someone during the week. Like you guys are just too busy during the week. Right. Um, but so that was just like our way to like stay close and connected. <laughs> yeah. I remember my grand like my grandmother hated it because I was usually at her house after school. Like so one of my grandmothers, like she had she was the grandmothers are pretty active on the phone. Like yeah. The, oh, the phone yeah. Is like their lifeline to all yeah. the like still the neighborhood gossip yeah. and all that, right? To find out who died in the yeah. Azores. <laughs> right. So like they'd be trying to make their shamadas yeah. their little phone calls. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to be just hunkering down on this thing for like. I, my aunts would always complain to my mother that they could never get a hold of like my mom because like the phone would always be busy or if I was like online, they couldn't get through. Cause I just, as soon as I got home from, you know, same thing, as soon as we got home from school, it was the phone or online and they would, and finally when they would able to get through, they would get so annoyed. They would tell like my mom, like, hey, tell some shaman, put on, blah, blah, blah. I'm busy. I'm busy. And it's like, yeah, because it would be me on the phone the whole time. <laughs> like, if there was ever an emergency, like, no one could ever get through. No, like, when we had dial-up internet. Yeah. And you literally couldn't make a phone call the same time that you were on the computer. No. That was just so brutal. Because I wanted to be on the computer the whole evening. Yeah. And nobody could make any phone calls. Like, if my mom tried to make a phone call, she'd pick up the phone and just be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And sometimes if they called enough, they could kick, they could like boot you off. Yes. Like they would have to keep calling you like aggressively (laughs) (laughs) to get through, to kick you off. Just think like in the world today, like, like COVID couldn't have happened back then. Like how would people have gone to work? Like everyone, everyone zooms, everyone's like working from home. Like you couldn't work from home back then because you couldn't be on the phone and be online at the same time. Oh my god, with that slow of an internet connection, <laughs> could you imagine? How long you'd be like writing emails or something, but like you get disconnected. It would still show on the screen, but like you're typing, but it's not gonna go through because you're not connected anymore. Oh my god, could you imagine? And then you have like kids home from school, they wouldn't be able to do remote schooling at the same time that you're doing remote working because only one one dial up. Right, yeah. So like what would have happened? Well, what happened in the, uh, yeah, I was gonna say the Spanish, Spanish flu of 1918? Uh, yeah, they said that they did like schools with the radio, right? Oh. I think that's what, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think like they did like something with the radio. I don't know too much of it. I like remember reading about it when like obviously when COVID was happening. I read that something like the teachers or something would do it like through the radio. Because oh. there's like pictures of kids, like kids like hovering around the radio. But I don't know too much about that. <laughs> you know, that's so interesting, though, because nowadays it's all like I need verification that you're still there and you're still listening. And then it's you doing the right. work. And like back then it was just like, no, hunker, 
hunker down, gather around the radio, and we're just going to take your word for it that you're all listening. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Like now it's like you need to like confirm that you're like if you're working from home, you need to like confirm that you're on, that you're like still like you're not idle and you're moving your mouse every two <laughs> seconds. Like I think there's like a an Instagram video where someone tied tied their mouse to um i don't know if it was like oh to the zumba machine so like it couldn't move their mouse oh the roomba the roomba yeah sorry i said zumba as like the dance so the mouse could like idle when it would idle it would move (laughs) but yeah those were those were different times and they had like they came out with like after 9 p.m was like free nights and weekends remember yeah and then yeah yep it was after nine yeah yeah, so all that did was like encourage me to stay up really late. <laughs> right? It did, yeah. Like I'll call you after nine. Okay. And then you'd stay up like all night talking to your friends. Yeah, do you think it was like nine till midnight? I don't know. I must have gone into like the early morning hours. Those weren't like prime time hours. <laughs> Those had to be I feel time. like my parents never knew that I was like not like they never like especially summer vacations. I was just like always on the phone at night and watching like the late night shows. And like my parents just thought I was in home in bed, like I was in bed sleeping. Right. But I was, I was like sneaking downstairs into the basement with the phone and putting the TV on. We would, we would do this thing where we would, when people had like call waiting and like three way calling, we would do this thing where we would create almost like this like party line. Yeah. Where like let's say like I call you and then we call someone on three-way and then they call someone on three-way and you just like keep hooking people. Everybody's using their three-way calling and like keep adding people into the mix. And then at the end of the day, you end up with this like phone call that you have like 15 <laughs> people on it and you're all just like talking. And then they used to do like prank calls that way too. Yeah. And then do you remember there was like, do you remember that there was like an actual like party line number that you could call? And it would just be, because you would, or is that the same thing? I'm trying to think. Because remember, like, there would be a phone number you could call, and you would, was like. That, was that, like, pornographic? Like, what was that? Was that, like, like a party line? Like, or Yeah, I think that? it might have been, like, inappropriate. Because, like, you would just, like, get, you would call the number, and you would just, like, jump into this room, like, little room that they would call, it, and you could go into different rooms and be like, oh, who's in here? Type of thing. It was like chat roulette, but like for for the like the for the phone, yeah. Was that what the party line was? So we were like just making our own with like friends and people we But knew. I remember doing that too. Yeah. But then I remember there was like a number you could call. <laughs> it was probably like somebody's house phone that you were just calling. That probably showed up on the bill too. Oh. With like a multiplier. Like, <laughs> we know you were talking to 15 people, so like just time, 15 minutes just times 15. <laughs> oh, you know, you waited till after nine o'clock for that. Oh, big time. So you wouldn't waste your minutes during the day. Oh, man. So it's about that time. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying our podcast, Please just give us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. You can also visit our website. It's folkandfad.com. We have transcripts available there of every episode. And you can also send us an email, mail at folkandfad.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Same handle there, folkandfad. 
And for Instagram, you can follow us at underscore it's called culture.